Welcome to Connecting Greeks, a streaming comedy show and podcast designed to explore and enhance Greek culture around the world. Join hosts Angelo, Adi, and Foti as they bring you fun and interesting guests from all walks of Greek life. Grab a cafedaki and join us. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the uh, Connecting Greeks podcast. You guys notice that every time I do the announcement, I forget the podcast that we're on. The Connecting Greeks podcast. I'm Ari. I am coming from you live from Washington, D.C. And all the way up in Boston is my co-host, Foti Stamos. How are you, Foti? Yasu Ari, I'm doing well. I'm doing well up here in this frigid weather in Boston. Yeah, I heard it's like uh, everything shut down because it's like negative 20 or something. Pretty much, pretty much. It almost feels like where Angela is right now, out of space there. Let's Spe- also- well, I was going to say, speaking of frigid, let's uh, introduce our other co-host, the one, the only, Angela Tsarukas. Hello. Angelo. Frigid? <laughs> did you talk to my ex-wife? How did you guys get this information? <laughs> Look, I wasn't frigid. It was just cold that night. <laughs> How are you, Angelo? Hey, guys. How's it going? Excellent. Good guys, Excellent. As always. Good to see you guys. Like Good to see you. Uh, Foti, give us a little bit oh, about yes. our special guest today. Yes, Foti. Absolutely. So I also want to acknowledge this is the our first episode of 2022. So Congratulations to a full year of Connecting Greeks for 2021. We had some great and interesting guests. We had some nice traction. Uh, the awareness is growing. So I wanted to also tip my hat off to all of us for all of our hard work and efforts to keep this podcast going. Great, great, great. And on that note, I wanted to introduce our guest, who's also a good friend of ours. It's been a while since we've seen each other, but I wanted to welcome to the program the executive director of the Hellenic Initiative, our good friend Peter Poulos, all the way from Athens, Greece. Peter, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us. Thank you for inviting me. Our pleasure, our pleasure. I always thought about bringing you onto the show, uh, considering you know all the previous guests that we've had, and you know the point of our show is to connect Greeks from all over the world who are doing interesting, amazing, and great projects to promote our culture. And uh, what a better fit than to have you on the show with all of the efforts that you've done in the past and what you're doing today. So before we get into the um, what you're doing at the moment, could you tell us a little bit about your, your background and where you grew up and the journey that you actually took to get to the point that you are today? Sure. I um, First of all, again, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I'm a third generation Greek American. I grew up in New York, a little town out on Long Island. I was born in Brookhaven and grew up in a little town called East Patchogue. Not a lot of Greeks there, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we had a little Greek church in the next tiny town over called Blue Point. And that's the church where my uh, <clears throat> my grandparents um, sort of founded that church in 1961. And uh, and so, you know, I <clears throat> my whole family was from the eastern part of Long Island. My mother was born in Southampton. My father was born in Brooklyn. My grandparents were all born in New York, too. Um, so but all of my great grandparents left Greece in the 1890s and uh, came to America from both my mom's side and my father's side, as they were saying, from Sparti, from the greater metropolitan Sparti area, yes, as, uh, thing, and, uh, and from Yithio. So um, yeah, I went to school in Washington, D.C., George Washington University, studied uh, politics there, and and uh, and I started taking Greek there because I didn't grow up speaking Greek. So I took Greek at Georgetown uh, through the consortium of schools in Washington, and then went and spent a semester abroad in Athens. And then I really got hooked, you know, on 
Athens and Greece, et cetera, uh, because we were sort of Greek light, you know, as a family. Um, And um, uh, then I left, you know, I worked on Capitol Hill, worked in politics, moved to California, worked in politics there for years, Um, didn't really do much in the Greek community except with being part of my church. But then as I got older, I wanted to sort of start doing a bit more in the Greek community. And in fact, I met a guy named Peter Heikalis, and he invited me uh, to come to a meeting of the Modern Greek Studies Foundation at San Francisco. State University. And he said, just come. He said, I know you don't do anything in the Greek, but you come and like hear about it. You don't have to just come to a board meeting. You don't have to say anything. Just there, just observe. I said, okay. So I went to the board meeting, which was at the Annunciation Cathedral at the church in San Francisco. But I was listening in at the end of the board meeting. He said, and now I'd like to introduce Peter Poulos who's agreed to chair our Greek film festival. <laughs> what are you talking about? So um, so I became the chair of the Greek Film Festival uh, and uh, flew to Athens and met with the folks at the Greek Film Center and uh, got the films. Uh, and uh, we organized it all through my office. And, like, you know, all the ladies that were part of the committee said, oh, we'll raise money by, you know, and we'll sell them at the church. And I said, no, we're not doing that. I, I called Wells Fargo and AT&T and they both sponsored the event. Um, and um uh, you know, we sold out every night that first year. And I think now the San Francisco Film Festival, which is run by the super capable Cleon Scortis and Maria Nikolokaikis, uh, that festival is in the 16th or 17th year, I think. So um, I got the bug, you know, and I started visiting Greece all the time. And so long story short, I decided in uh, 2005 that I wanted to live in Greece. So um, I um, stuck my toe in there. I came here for six months, said, Okay, I love it. Went back home, sold my house, packed up my dog, Spiros, uh, <laughs> and he and I flew to Athens in January of 2007. And in fact, tomorrow is my 15-year anniversary in Athens. Oh, wow. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, so that's it. And then, you know, I got involved with the Hellenic Initiative um, a few years after I was here. I've been with the Hellenic Initiative now for nine and a half years. I've been the executive director for the last three and a half years. We've given out over $18 million in those years, you know, funding programs um, uh, that uh, help people. So, you know, because our the whole mission of the organization was to sort of help people as a result of the suffering caused by the financial crisis. So, you know, we feed people, clothe people, house people, pay for their medical expenses, these sorts of things. And then we support entrepreneurs. We run the country's largest paid internship program. We run one of the country's largest mentorship, mentoring programs. We run an online mentorship program with a grant from the United States State Department and the support of um, uh, of the U.S. Embassy here in Athens that's wildly successful. So we we do a lot. We affect the lives of thousands of people uh, and um, in a positive way. Um, and, you know, we connect with Greeks in the diaspora. Our gala, which we just, as you know, which we just had in New York on December 4th, raised $2.1 million in one night. So that makes it, you know, the biggest event in all the global Greek diaspora. And we just we're growing and we want to keep growing. And and uh, and of course, you know, we're like we're so pleased, you know, to like have friends like you guys, you know, because you've been so supportive of everything that we do, you know, and and, you know, and been doing it a lot longer than we have. So thanks. No, our pleasure. I mean, I think it's very vital uh, for our generations to to be able to have organizations like the Hunting Initiative. Because collectively, we have so many resources, there's so many talented individuals that are out there making these connections and only to give back and to grow and to become stronger is basically the message that we want to continue sending out through the platforms like our podcast, for sure. 
And you know what's yeah. funny, uh, Peter? You mentioned uh, Blue Point. I actually did a show at that church community. Are you kidding? Blue Point. Yeah, I did. Uh, I want to say maybe six or seven years ago. That's and so I was funny. smoking cigars with the priest. They're a really cool guy. And he yeah. goes, and I did it. <laughs> Nice. Uh, it's it's way by Islip there, right? Blue Point. Yeah, it's past Islip. It's like way past Islip. Way past um, Islip. And and you go there, and you know, it's I've I've done some stuff with the Hellenic Initiative because you're know, being a Canadian, and I, I I tour a lot, and you get to meet people along the way that we know a lot of the same people. And I want to ask you because more relevant now than ever, Peter. I mean, the the you guys do such amazing work, and collectively, this is something we need because if people realize that Greece has one of the smallest growing populations in Europe, yeah, it's true. The birth rate is lower now, and with everything that's going on in the planet, with the pandemic and everything, how important is it now? And I think, and I think you guys have done a good job with it because I've gotten into it with a few people where they're kind of like. Well, what have the Greeks done in terms of what's been happening on the planet? What's happening? And not that I'm bringing up politics, but you look at America now where we're divided on many things and you look at everything else. So I got into it with a guy who told me because he said to me that, you know, the the Greeks, I mean, you know, it's because I guess this guy was an activist and we were hanging out in Los Angeles and he looked at me and he goes, you represent the people that we hate. He looked at me because I don't look Greek. I look like, you know, a guy named, you know, Dave from Wisconsin. I never get the Greek thing. And then he went off on me. I go, hold on, hold on, wait a second. I said, wait a second here, I said. And I was in the room, and I, and as a comic, I had to point it out. I said, in World War II, when France, Italy, and uh, Spain were pointing out the Jews, we were hiding them in the Horafia. I said, in 1964, I said, when Dr. King walked across Selma, if you look to the right, the archbishop of the Greek church was standing right beside him. So I said, slow your roll. I said, before you go on, you know, and, and I think it's the initiative, the Philotimo. I said, there's a lot of things that we do and you don't realize it. Yeah, we're, we, yes, we're white and yes, we assimilate more. But if you actually understood more of what we're doing, then you'd be more aware of the fact that we our people were just as uh, got screwed as much as your people. So do you? That's exactly right. I mean, you think about the history of like. I mean, we are one of the great. We're one of the world's great diasporas because basically we've been kicked out of like every country we've ever been in our entire lives. I mean, and you think about you think about Greeks and survival. There's no. I mean, we're, we're sort of unrivaled, you know, as an ethnic group, you know, I mean, even since think about it, like, I mean, Greece hadn't really been an independent nation since ancient times, you know, so fast forward, you know, to like the 1800s, to 1820s, and all of a sudden, we're gaining our independence, you know, from the Turks. But before that, you know, we were controlled by the Gauls, by the Franks, you know, like, by the Venetians, you know, by by every by the Romans, by everybody else, you know, and yet we were able to like, you know, to to keep our language, to hold on to our language, you know, to like keep our culture and our traditions, you know, and then to think about the tragedies that happened to the Greek community in the 20th century, like you know the Greek the Lausanne Treaty and the exchange of populations between Greece and Turkey, Greeks getting kicked out of like you know Egypt by Nasser in the 1950s. 
I mean, Athens was a little tiny village, you know, that all of a sudden became like a tent city. You know, it became a tent city in the 1920s with, you know, and you're talking about cosmopolitan Greeks, Greeks who had to like, you know, who they weren't some sort of rudimentary working class. You know, they were like they were cosmopolitan educated people, you know, who who had to flee like Asia Minor, Constantinople, Alexandria, Smyrna, other cities and just live in tents, you know, like basically in squalor like in the middle of Athens, you know, so like the struggle is very real, you know, and, and I think it's why too Greece, like, and Greeks taught the world a lesson, and they're still teaching the world a lesson during the refugee crisis, because, you know, two thirds of Athenians are refugees from somewhere else. They were refugees from Asia Minor, they were refugees right. from Egypt, you know, so they know what it's like to be a refugee, you know, and so like where the rest of Europe was closing off its borders, you know, to add to the refugees, you know, or taking, you know, like, oh, we took 20 children, we took 100 children, you know, Germany, and it's like all over the newspapers. Well, you know, Greece is dealing, you know, little islands like Mytilene, you know, and Chios and Samos, you know, absorbing thousands of people and doing it with like a tremendous, I think, a tremendous amount of like respect and honor, you know, and class, you know, and and actually not really asking for a lot in return. So now I'll get off my soapbox, but you know, like oh, I, I would I, like, I, I totally agree with you. And you see, the thing is, that's why even things like the initiative or other, even like what we're doing, it's nice that we can pat ourselves on our backs and talk about achievements, but it's the awareness that you bring the people and I always tell people there, there's a level of intelligence that's attached. They go, uh, my mom's from Lesbos, and her cousins tell us that at the end they have a restaurant in Mitilini. If they got pots of soups, they go down to the porch where they have the tent set up, and they feed these people because they have exactly. more. And I said, and the guys told me, well, what else? I go, hold on. What's the rest of Europe doing? The Bulgarians, everybody else has closed their borders off. So you dump, the Turks are transporting these people to Greece. It's a fact. It's documented. Nobody else wants them. You're leaving them there. Uh, the Greeks were going through their own issues economically and whatever else they're doing. And we still took the time to do this. And I think that's why we need, and I totally agree with you on this, Peter, that we need to show, and I think they realize it, that this little country is so fucking resilient that it's going to do this and continue to do it. So the work is always there. And I think I'm, I want to, I get a little emotional or, and I, and I'm willing to call them on it and say, hold on. Are you, you, I mean, Germany needed workers. They let them in every Hungary, all these other places. No, we're not taking you guys. Uh, North Macedonia who are upset about the name. Who cares? It's not yours. And I said to one guy, because the guy says to me in Toronto, I'm Massey. Okay. I said to him, he goes, well, we're not happy. You know, about it's interesting. Name. I had, sorry. I had some I had some friends who good good friends of mine, you know, who not Greek, who live in the United States and they'd started a nonprofit group helping refugees in Greece. And they were flying over here a few times a year, doing great stuff, like, you know, buying like school supplies for kids and like, you know, like helping in the refugee camps and like buying tents for people and doing all sorts of great things. But you know, they started they were complaining to me a bit about like, you know, Greek NGOs and and the Greek government and what the Greek government and what the Greek NGOs were actually doing for refugees in Greece. So I said, why don't you, <clears throat> next time you're in Athens, why don't you come with me and we're going to go visit Metadrasi, which is one of the organizations that we fund. Yeah. Um, and so I took them. It was four women and we went. We went and visited Metadrasi. And uh, a woman named Katerina Downward, who's sort of the head of education there at Metadrasi, 
took them around, you know, and metathesis is, it's, Greece is sort of like, uh, they, they actually won the Hilton Humanitarian Award three years ago, which is the largest humanitarian prize in the world. They won a $2 million prize. And that ceremony actually took place in Los Angeles. I went to it. Um, and basically, metathesis acts like a, um, uh, a translation service for refugees in Greece, because you can imagine there's like, you know, 60 languages that people are speaking in different dialects and whatnot. And it also acts as a service for undocumented minors, because, you know, you have thousands of children, many of whom are like under 10 years old, who are here alone, you know, so they came because their, their parents died, their parents drowned, you know, their parents put them on a boat because they wanted them to have a better life, whatever it was, they end up in Greece, and, you know, they're preyed upon by, you know, human traffickers, you know, other people. And so Metadrasi tries to find these kids and put them like in like a loving environment, you know. And so uh, the Hellenic Initiative, together with Metadrasi, renovated a home in Mitalini on Lesbos, you know, for, um, you know, for these kids. Um, and uh, it sort of is like a transition point, but it's like a it's a it's a it's a warm, safe, like loving environment for kids to go before they sort of move on. And we just got a story from one of the kids who was there, who was Syrian, you know, was a young boy. And now he's actually studying in France at university, wow. you know, and like and that's exactly, you know, what you want. But I, I, I took these women there to like to have a sort of a tour, you know, of Metadrasi's offices in Athens. And, you know, they walked into the room where there's like 50 translators. They walked into another room, you know, where there's a Greek teacher teaching like a group of like, you know, like uh, Syrian women how to speak Greek. Walked into another room where they're teaching like, you know, like men how to read the Greek alphabet. You know, another room where they're teaching people like figuring it out, how to connect them with their relatives in other parts of northern Europe. You know, and then afterwards we sat and like sort of had coffee and spoke to Laura Papa, who runs the organization, who's a saint. You know, and when we left, my my friend pulled me aside and she said, we had no idea. And I said, I know you had no idea. And that's why I wanted you to, like, come see this place, you know, because, I mean, it's great what you're doing. But you also need to know, you know, that like Greek NGOs and the Greek state are doing 10 times more, you know, than all of you are doing, you know. Um, so, you know, we need more of that kind of education. A, a lot of times, you know, like what what these sorts of good things, you know, that are happening in Greece, the kind of work that the Hellenic Initiative is doing, helping organizations like that support, you know, it doesn't end up, you know, on the front page of the New York Times, you know, it's not, that's not the story, you know, people want to know about the bad stuff, they don't want to know about the good stuff, you know, so there's a lot of good things happening here, and a lot of people doing great stuff here in Greece, especially in the NGO world, and I think, you know, for us as an organization, you know, because we're a fundraising organization, on a parallel track with fundraising, you know, we're sort of trying to build trust in Greece as an institution and also in its institutions, you know, and that that's a that's a, you know, uh, that's a tall order because, you know, for years, you know, like people didn't trust Greece, you know, like, and the Greek government. So, you know, you'd, there were fires and you'd give money, you know, and then the villages would never get rebuilt and all these things. So, you know, like we've spent a lot of time trying to build trust again, you know, in Greece as a place where, you know, you feel safe putting your money and you know, it's going to be spent the right way. No, I told you know, uh, you know, when, when the guy said, Peter, let's do this podcast and we're combining our efforts together. And that's why it's great to have, a guest like you today, it's important because it's 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 good to have these platforms, but we want to inform people 
in our base and the people, what kind of work you're doing. And when Forty said, you know, we were you were coming on as a guest, I thought this is great because I know what the initiative's doing. And we 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 do focus on the accomplishments, but I totally agree with you. And I think the guys agree. We people need to know information highway is so important. And if more people know what like what you just said now about uh, I remember in Australia we did a thing for the atrophy, feed the children of Greece. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was about. And the guy was there and we did a show with Katarina Vrana. This was in Melbourne and Sydney. So I was there. I headlined it. Katarina Vrana, George Zakharopoulos, George Capanieris, Costas Kilias, which I call him Gus the Gut, and uh, myself. <laughs> you know, Costas Kilias, Gus the Gut. He goes, that's funny, right? But, and we did this thing for the atrophy to feed. And then it, and he go, and they, and the people in Greece told me, that by you guys doing this, it raised awareness. By having you on our podcast raises this awareness. And and that's what we need to let people know of the good work like these people are doing, like yourself and everybody else. And it's a matter of taking things and it's like putting the breezes together, connecting them so people can understand exactly. what they're doing. And the well, negativity that's attached to it now, they can see that they're doing that. Once Peter mentioned, yeah. you know, that that mission of building trust, I, I, you know, it just clicked in my head that you guys do have a tall order. It is something that is, I mean, if you're Greek, it's one thing, but just Greece's image on the world stage, if you're not really into politics, you're not really well-versed, well-read on everything, you just hear, yeah, Greece, uh, the corruption caused them to collapse financially and blah, blah, blah. That's all we know. So it is a tall order and it is amazing that you guys have accomplished everything that you have and are accomplishing everything you're accomplishing right now. And I think that's amazing. And I, 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 I tip my hat off to you for, for the work that you have to put in, not just to do the fundraising and the helping and the organizing, but to also build that reputation back up. And because it's not easy, that is not an easy thing. So well, it's not easy. I mean, we've yeah. got a great team, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of the people are Artemis Kohas and Tenny Cuvelli who handles our social media. I mean, you know, when I met Tenny Cuvelli at a party here in Athens, like years ago, and she's one of Greece's like number one fashion bloggers. And I'm like, listen, like, you know, you're cool and we're not, you know, and I need <laughs> you to like help make us cool, you know, sure. and and so, you know, we went from like zero followers on Instagram to like, you know, almost 20,000, wow. you know, I mean, Good. she's done an amazing job for us. And now, you know, we're, you know, she, we're working, she's working with a young woman here in Greece, you know, that does search engine optimization, you know, so like when anybody searches in a browser, you know, for like charitable work in Greece or helping Greeks, you know, or, you know, giving get back in Greece, you know, or helping children, whatever it is, like the Hellenic Initiative's name comes up first. You know, That's so very you know, important. We're, we're, I mean, as we're raising most of our money online now, you know, I mean, we ran a, a campaign for the wildfires this summer. You know, we were hoping to raise 50,000 and we raised $720,000, oh, you know, wow. from 42, from 4,200 different donors from 47 countries around the world. I mean, it's just wow. incredible, you know, when you get a contribution from a Greek person in Singapore and then you get 10 more from Greek people in Singapore or from Greeks in Uruguay. You know, we had a, a young woman reach out to us, you know, Marquela Stamatillo from Buenos Aires and asked if I would be on a on a, a show with the Greek community in Buenos Aires, which I did. You know, I mean, you kind of don't you know, I mean, 
I, you know, you always knew that, like, you know, we're like Cazaridas and we've sort of like infested <laughs> yeah, yeah. the planet, you know, but you don't, you never realize like how much so. I mean, we're everywhere, you know, yeah, everywhere. And, and, and the Greeks, and they care, you know, and so like, okay, we all love our religion and we all love our church and all that stuff. But the Hellenic Initiative offers like people a way to get in touch with the Patrida through like, you know, education, through culture, through volunteerism, you know, through philanthropy, through, I think, ways that, you know, like fifth, sixth generation Greeks in the diaspora or just Philhellenes, you know, who want to help, mm-hmm. want to feel connected. Like we give them that bridge to like, you know, we we've created a bridge for them to get connected to the country. That's amazing. That really is amazing. You know, we're very proud people. And when I hear these types of stories, I meet uh, people such as yourself. It just it makes me understand why I'm so proud of my culture, because, you know, it, it really is truly amazing what we're doing and everything. Uh, Angela, I didn't mean to cut we're you so off. We're so lucky. I can I think we're so think about other ethnic groups like we are so lucky to be a part of the Greek community. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just are. You know, yeah. like, I mean, I, like my Italian friends, like, I'm, they're like, we don't have anything like that. Like, we don't do a big gala in New York. Like, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, you could do something like in the United States, in, in New York, I'll give an example. You can probably do something almost every night of the week in the Greek community in New York. Yeah, there's yeah. something going on. There's some event. There's some charitable event. There's some like party happening. There's some glendy going on. There's something, something going on, like almost every night of the week. You don't get that in a lot of other cultures, you know, in no, a lot of yeah. other, no. a lot of other ethnic, like we have that, like my Italian friends meet each other, like my Jewish, nobody's like, oh, where, what village is your family from? Like, you know, we immediately do this whole Greek geography thing, like with each other. You know, <laughs> which, which we did before we started recording. It. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, Peter, I, I've had this out with a few people, you know, being in Hollywood, I was at a friend's house, I can't say who, and they're talking around. He goes, oh, yeah, you got Angelo or uh, Greek this and Greek that. I go, hey, I go, hey, Malaka, unlike you, <laughs> I'm not embarrassed of my Greek culture. So I'm going to talk about it when people tell me. I tell them where to go eat. I used to be a travel agent in another life. I tell them, to go, you got to go here. I always tell people, you got to go to Greece once in your life. You haven't lived as a human being until you've gone to Greece once in your life. And you know what? When they go, you know what they always tell me? Why didn't we go before? Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So yeah. I get into it because guy goes, like, what are my friend? Even my friend, okay, right? My best friend, Russell Peters, one of the biggest comics in the world, goes, this guy, Greek this, Greek that. Guess what? They love it. They love it. And he goes, you know, I got to yeah, tell you, it. I admire the fact that you don't care what people say to you. You're like, look, tell me I'm wrong. You're going to tell me about Greek food. You're going to tell me about this Greek culture. I'm not saying it's the beginning or the end of the world, but I'll tell you what, though. I said, why wouldn't I talk it up? Because we're proud of it, and it's good. We're proud of it. It's good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I used to tell people, I'm like, I always stay at the end of a film, like in a movie theater, you know, to see if there's any Greek names in the credits. (laughs) I, I know, like... Every Greek I talk to does the same yes, thing. Yeah, yeah, yes, 100%. <laughs> we're all, no matter, yeah, no matter where we're from, no matter what our, like, our personal backgrounds are, rich, poor, you know, tall, short, whatever it is, the fact that we're Greek, we, we have so much similarities just for the fact that we are Greek. And that is such an amazing thing to be part of, as you said. Yeah. I, we're lucky to be Greek and, and to be part of this good community. And we're also lucky to be have gentlemen such as yourself, Peter, who do these things that will help 
progress, you know, this culture and, and the, the special people that are part of our culture. And, you know, even us with the podcast and, and stuff that we do, if you're Greek, you know, whatever you could do to promote this culture, do it. I know most of them do anyway. You can't stop them, but it's such a great thing. And, you know, I, I'm surrounded by Greeks all day, every day. And still we have these types of podcasts and I'm still fascinated. Like the, some of the numbers you just um, pulled out for, for what Hellenic Initiative has done. It's like, I'm, I'm very, very well aware of the Hellenic Initiative and I still didn't know how much you guys work. are doing. So yeah, it's, it's look, I get into it. Guys, I was on the yeah, ship. No, we have, listen. Sure. I, I suppose one thing. They put out something, Peter, on the sign it says Greek Suzukakia. All right. When I look at it, it's Spanakopita. <laughs> so I call the chef over. I call the chef over from Sri Lanka. I go, I go, what's this? He goes, Suzukakia. Really? Do you know what Suzukakia are? I go, that's Suzukakia. No, buddy. That's Spanakopita. Take the sign and change it. I'm not changing it. I go, what, you're from Sri Lanka? I go, how did you know? I know. And he goes, how do you know about this? I go, I'm Greek. He goes, you don't look Greek. I go, change the sign. You're embarrassing oh, my God. people. It's an insult. Uh, <laughs> and the manager uh, came over and he looked at me and he goes, Is there a problem here? I go, You're damn right there's a problem. You can't call <laughs> Suzukakia. Alexeto. And I started yelling at him in Greek. Not Alexis. Oh my god, Dang that's it. hilarious. Sorry, Peter, I cut you off. Oh. oh my god, that is so funny. Well I was in my you know, I went I went to my uh my great grandfather's village, which is outside of Monovasia, it's called Rikya, and there's a little there's a museum there. I've been there and I went to the museum and there's Rikya. I've been there. My yeah. ex-wife's Federicar oh. from there. She's from Metamorphosi, and there's Asopos. And Rikia and Plitra, I know all that area, man. I used to be married to what it. What was her? What's her last name? Lagis. Oh, Lagis is a Lagis. family name of mine. Oh, Uh-oh. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Another so Greek story right there. Because Lagis, there's Lagis in Ottawa, Canada, from Rikia, Rikiotes, and then there, the, my my ex brother in law is from Plitra, and my ex wife's family is from Monavasia, Katavothra. And then the other ones, and there's other place, uh, is it Yeraka, the port? Yeraka. That's what tell you some analysis Yeraka is right there, yeah. Right so there. My mother's, I, maiden name is, my mother's maiden name is Drivas. Drivas, and, okay, sure. And my, yeah. well, we have them in Canada. And, and, I know them. Yeah, and my, my great-grandmother was Andonia Lagi. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> Connecting Greeks. We may be, you know, Peter, we may have been cousins at one point. <laughs> Hello. I mean, you know, you never know. <laughs> but anyway, I went to the museum. I went to the museum, Rikia, and you know, like it wasn't open, but there was a number, and I called this woman, and she's like, "I'll come right over." So she came home, she opened it up, and there's all these photographs in there, and I'm like, and there's a sort of a little donor wall, and I'm like, "Oh, there's my Yaya's name, you know, it has her name, Vasiliki Drivas, you know, it's like up on the thing." And then I see there's a photograph of my papu. And my brother, when he's a little boy, he's like, you know, three years old. And they're playing cards. Like, they're sitting at a card table and they're playing cards at, like, my grandparents' house, like, out on the end of Long Island in a little town called Santa Mauritius. And and it's my grandfather and my brother. And under the photograph, it has two different names. It has my uncle, uh, Dean Coloris, with, and his son's name. And I'm like, so I called the woman over and I said, listen, I know who Dean Coloris 
and his son is. That's not who's in this photograph. The photograph is actually my grandfather and my right. brother. She's like, oh. Pirazi, I'm like, what's Pirazi? You need to like change it. <laughs> so obviously sent yeah. a photograph you know and like and you know they got it wrong you know but but i was like listen i want you to like change she said oh i was like okay here's like change the name to like my papu's name and my brother's name please oh, right. but i haven't you- gone back yet Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, sure you, have to, you have to check, you have to double check. follow up. Yeah, but what a Greek say, It's like when I went to the tavern on Baros, La Vromitis Mask is Oiki, it means then I come COVID, I come COVID. So my wife goes, What did he say? I go, Those other tavernas have COVID, but not Kiriyani. This taverna doesn't have COVID. He told us there's no moment, so we ain't there. You know, you, you know what else? You know what else is so great about being Greek is that we we could shift gears from talking about how awesome Greeks are, and then completely and exactly. utterly like just make fun of ourselves, make fun of ourselves all in the same breath, which I think is the best. Yeah. I love it. Oh my god! Exactly, Peter. Well, we know that you're uh, up against time, and uh, yeah. I know that you have another meeting coming up, but uh, this is this is great. I I wanted to personally thank you for coming on the show and talking to us about the Hellenic Initiative and sharing stories with us. Um, we definitely want you to come back at some point sooner than yes. later. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Is there, I love is that. there um, uh, any information you want to give to our audience as far as learning more about the Hellenic Initiative? Any web addresses, social media handles that maybe you want to make us aware of? Sure. I also just want to say, you know, we have the, the Hellenic Initiative, we have 33 board members, like from around the world, each one of those board members, when you join the Hellenic Initiative's board, you make an initial gift of 100,000. And then our board members have to make annual gifts of 25,000, or if you're on our executive committee, 50,000, you know, and all of that money pays for the operating expenses of the Hellenic Initiative, so that the monies we raise can go directly, you know, towards, you know, all the charitable work and all the entrepreneurs that we support in Greece. So like like a big shout out, you know, to our board members, you know, like for doing all of that. And you can read all about our work on our website, which is www.thehelleninitiative.org. You can follow us on Facebook. <clears throat> you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on LinkedIn. It's all the Hellenic Initiative. And you can also follow it. You can also follow all of our affiliated chapters. So THR Australia, THI Canada, and now uh, THI UK. We just we uh, we we just got our we just got our charity status in the UK. So oh, wow. and we do a big gala there every year as well. La- last year's gala in the UK was at the Dorchester, and that raised two hundred and fifty thousand. So it's a wow. it's a great event. Amazing. Well, Peter, we want to we want to thank you again for taking the time. We know we know you're in a bit of a rush. Uh, we'll also share all the information uh, with about the THI in the video and podcast notes. And we just want to say amazing work. Continue, please. Come back and uh, uh, hang out with us again. We have so much more to talk about. Whenever you have any updates, anything going on, just feel free to connect with us. We thank you so much. I want to also thank thank you. And I also want to thank Foti and always Angelo. Um, And I want to thank Did you notice, Ari, that Kalos Stamos Pulos, you guys have easy Greek names. Tsaruchas.
Yeah, but my, I'm the only my, one who sounds like a disease in this group here. Yeah. Wait, wait. First of all, Aristides, if you say in American, Aristides, it sounds like a disease right off the bat. You have a bad Aristides. Aristides. And my actual yeah, name is yeah. Carlo Geropoulos, and I grew oh, up in My last Ohio. name was Philomenakos. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Only, only Bucky had the easy name. Mine is still Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter, you got to admit, though, Fonti's hair looks really good. Huh? We've noticed it looks really good, man. His hair is really looking good. I mean, no, I'm telling you, Fonti's aging backwards. It's a little disturbing. Oh, Whoever you're paying to fix your hair is doing a good job, buddy. Just want to let you know your money's going good. <laughs> I write it off with a company expense. Bravo, well, th- uh, thank you guys again. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Foti. Thank you, Angel. Thank you all out there for watching and listening. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, wait, just a, a belated Hronyopola to you for your name day on September 13th. <laughs> the, first, the first person in Greek history that was your go, name Ari, <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate that very much. Thanks, everybody out there for watching and listening. Peter, once again, thank you. We will see you guys next time. Stay well, be safe, and we're out. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.